You're listening to The Best Today Podcast, episode 59. Let's get started. Welcome to The Best Today Podcast. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creator of The Best Today Guide and owner of The Best Today Brand, where we equip women with resources to help you show up as your best one today at a time. If you're ready to trade chaos, comparison, and busy for intentional living, you are in the right place. We believe that intention begins with first knowing who you are and what you want. Here on the podcast, we'll have conversations together about topics that matter to you on the journey of becoming, because we know that being your best leads to doing your best. So welcome to the podcast created to help women all across the globe proclaim this is what my best today looks like. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Best Today podcast. I am very excited to talk to you today because today's topic comes to you from you, the listening audience of the Best Today podcast. I had a question submitted that I'm going to play for you right now and we're going to talk through what I'm hearing her ask and I'm going to share with you three things that you can do to overcome emotional interruptions in your day. So first, let's get started with listening to the question we received from you, a podcast listener. My question is, if you're going through the day and something comes up that is um, a little bit emotional, like it's uh, really exciting or it's disappointing or it's a little bit stressful, how do you um, acknowledge the emotion and move through it to come back to even keel and stay on your goals. I've noticed that um, sometimes if I have something come up where I end up feeling either, you know, excited or stressed, it can make me want to take a pause or end up wanting to distract myself or go do something to process that. And if I'm not careful, that can then impact what's happening during the time that I would be getting my productive stuff done. I would love to know your thoughts. Thank you. Thank you so much for submitting this question. This question came from Becca from our podcast listening audience. And so to kind of review what I'm hearing being asked is when you're going through your day and something comes up and the thing about it that she hit on in her question, which I think is an excellent point, is this can be something that makes you emotional or have an emotional response, whether it's something that you consider to be good or something that you know you consider to be um, bad, something that you don't want to have happened in your day, something that gives you any type of emotional response. So we're not just talking about like getting a devastating call or having a negative experience at work or at home or with a family member or with a friend on the phone, all of these different things. But we're also talking about maybe getting some really exciting news, anything that causes you to have an emotional response in your day. You know, how do you... I guess what she's saying is when she does experience that, she notices that sometimes it takes her a lot longer or she doesn't get back into the the rest of the groove of her day. Um, her word being, how do we get back to the productive stuff being done? So I'm going to talk to you about, in responding to that, about 
three things that you can do to overcome in emotional interruptions in your day. And I call them emotional interruptions because again, it can be up or down, right? Emotional, but it's something that wasn't expected usually, right? Um, something that you hadn't prepared for. And usually those things do catch our bodies and our minds off guard, and how we respond to them, you know, I could have done the episode of 10 things you can do. So first, let me say, I'm going to give you the first what I think these are like the first three. But no, there are other things. And I'd love to hear um, maybe things that you've done and found helpful for you, um, how you overcome these emotional interruptions. And by overcome, you'll see what when I keep talking, but we're not talking about ignoring, right? Overcome doesn't mean ignoring, disregarding, and, and, and any of that. So basically, how do we have a healthy response? to our emotional interruptions in our day. Maybe, ooh, maybe I'll change the title by the time you hear that because I think that might be, yeah, how to have a healthier response to those emotional interruptions that come up in our day. And it, and it can happen, it happens to all of us. Okay, so let's just get to the three things, right? Let's get started. The first thing that you wanna do when you have an emotional interruption, and actually, I did, did I define emotional interruption? This is anything that happens in your day that causes you to have an emotional response, whether up or down, okay? The first thing is to honor yourself in your response. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I imagine you you saw that coming. I want you to honor yourself in your response, whether it's excitement or hurt or sadness or disappointment. The first thing I, I want to encourage you to do is acknowledge how you feel and what it is doing, how that feeling, what is it doing to your mind to your thoughts, and to your body. The first thing is to honor yourself in your response, right? What do you need? Do you need a minute to process? Do you need to sit? Do you need to call someone? Do you need to cry? Do you need to write? You know, honoring yourself in your response is the first thing. And of course, the there is a, a scale, right, of zero to 100 of what could happen. It's one thing, you know, you know, what causes the emotional interruption can be something that on a grand, you know, something big, you get a call and someone you love, someone you're close to is sick or has lost their lives, right? It can be something smaller, right? So understand that whether it's a one on the scale or a 100, honor yourself in your response. And and also the reason I talk about whether it's one or 100 is, you know, how long we need to process, how long, how deeply we feel, how much of it, it gets into our bones and bodies and mind. It really is going to depend on that magnitude, right? Um, but here is something that I, I recently have been thinking about is our bodies have really similar responses, whether it's up or down. I received some really good news recently. And I remember for the rest of the day, my body just felt differently. It was almost, I can't even explain it. It was, I'm with my fingers trying to describe it, but it was just a, a really interesting feeling, a weird feeling. But it's the same type of feeling I might have felt if something had happened that might have bothered me that hadn't been um hadn't been um, resolved yet, right? Like if I had a disagreement with someone who I love and we didn't come to some type of resolve, you know, sometimes that lingers in your body and you may feel like there's something unfinished. It's the exact same feeling, but I, my body felt the exact same for something that was good as it does for something that I, that I don't want. And so one thing I've really learned is 
because our body, if our bodies are having the same response and reaction, what really makes a difference is what's happening in our minds, because our mind is going to now tell our communicate to our body. Here's what actually happened. And here's how we're going to respond. Right. And, you know, for that good, that up in emotional interruption, you can let your body know, like, this is good news. All is well. So honoring yourself and your and your response is the first thing to do and what i mean by honoring yourself is asking your understanding and asking yourself what do you need is this a one where you just need a minute to just kind of maybe if you're at work run out to your car and say yes i can't believe i did it call your best friend or cry or what you know is it some is it a one is it a lower end of the spectrum where you just need a minute and then you can get back to your day then you honor yourself in that response. Is it something that maybe now needs to alter your day, which we're going to get to that in number two? Is it something that this has now shifted not only um, how I feel, but like who I am or what this what now matters most in this day and honor that honor where it falls in the spectrum of your life and in this day and what else lies ahead? Which, again, like I said, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in, in step two in number two. But the first and most important response is to honor yourself in whatever that is, understanding what it is you need and taking that. And because there's such a wide array of, you know, what these things could be to cause emotional interruptions in your day, um, I didn't want to give a, a, a array of examples. But the first thing is to honor yourself in your response. Ask yourself what you need, how, where, maybe even ask yourself, okay, where is this? Let's say zero to 10. Is this a 10? Is this a one? And is, you know, and what do I need? How long do I need? Do I need a minute? Do I need to take an early break? Do I need to step into a different room? Do I need to, you know, but these are questions how you're asking yourself what you need. And that is how you first honor yourself with your response. And what that also means is what we're not doing is, okay, I feel something, I'm going to throw it under a rug and just robot the day, right? Give yourself, even if what you decide to do is I'm going to get through the rest of my day and then address this and kind of then sit with it, even if that is going to be how how you process throughout that day, give yourself first the minute, the moment, the space to acknowledge, okay, this is how I feel about this Maybe the thing is right now I can't sit in that. I can't really do do that. I need to finish this day out and then I'm going to make space and then feel that. And again, I'm already getting into number two. So let's just move there. Number one, honor yourself and your response. Number two, look at what else um, you have going on for the remainder of your day. Um, What does the remainder of your day require? So one of the things that Becca said in her question is, you know, I don't get to be get back to being productive. And that just might be the answer. There may be an emotional interruption that is worth you not getting back to whatever it is you were going to do. Because here's the thing, being productive, producing something, if it is at my expense, it is, if it is at my emotional, my mental, my physical expense detriment, it's not happening. So there may be an emotional interruption that requires you to shift gears in your day. And that's honoring yourself and understanding what that is and making those adjustments. Um, And so is this a day? So is this a day where you can push pause for the remainder of the day? And let me actually push pause here. This is why it is so important that you are planning every day the night before or the day or night before. This is why it's so important to be proactive because when you are, 
You've given yourself a roadmap for the day. You've also made it very clear. This is what is most important in this day. And you have an idea of what that is before the day begins as you move throughout the day. When an emotional interruption hits your life and you've already proactively planned, you can you can decide because you already know, okay, this is a day where I can afford to push pause or this is a day where I have this space to do X, Y, or Z, or this is a day that everything is on the line and it's really important and I can push pause for a moment, get through this thing that I'm working through and then make the space for feeling the feels and really dealing with what has happened to cause this uh, emotional response in my body, in my mind, in my heart, in my mind, right? Did I say mind twice? So one of the benefits of doing this is you already know what the day looks like. So making going through this question process makes it a lot easier. So is this a day where you can push pause for the remainder of the day or for a chunk of time or in the middle of something um, that is there something that needs you your presence, right? Are you in the middle of something that it requires your presence and you in requiring your presence is greater than your need for to not be there. See what I'm saying? So we're still always weighing this against what you need. Um, Again, because these emotional interruptions can range from anything. It could be you just had a small disagreement with someone and you don't need a whole day, right? This isn't something, you know, that is something minor. And then it could be something huge again. Like I'm just thinking, like I said, for me, a 10 would be something like you just got a call and someone, your child is hurt or sick, you know, and that's more than emotional, emotional interruption because you're actually going to physically go there. But something has happened to a loved one who's far away, something like that. Right. Um, the, the process here is one, we've honored ourselves in our response and really asked ourselves what it is I need. But two, it's like, okay, now let's look at here's the moment I'm in and here's what's next up in my day. Am I going to be able to be present in the thing that's coming up? Do I need to change what was the most, imp- what was going on today? Am I really in the mood to go and I was headed to a play date with my children or I was headed to present at this thing? Um, ask yourself, you know, where that is. And here's the thing, there is, that is going to be 100% your choice and your decision because everyone's answer will be different. You know, I have spoken on stages within hours of burying a family member. I have led a team meeting seconds after hanging up the phone and learning that one of my siblings died. Everyone gets to make the choice. You get to make the choice of what it is you're able to, you have the capacity to do. So I want you to understand this isn't a right, this isn't a do this, it's a the, the answer to all the real answer to this is honoring yourself. Okay. But then I'm also helping you trying to help you figure out how to walk through what you do next. So if you need to push pause, is that available to, for you? What do you need to do to make it available? How do you come back and how do you make a plan and say, okay, here's what the day required of me that I'm no longer now going to be able to do. Here's where I'm going to be able to now come back and do that. Whether it's, I'm actually going to take two hours off and I'll come back and pick up where I left off. Or you know what, tomorrow, all these things that I didn't get done, I'm going to move them to tom- to tomorrow. And then t- that will be my list for tomorrow. That will be my results and outcomes for tomorrow. That will be what takes precedence tomorrow. Or tomorrow already had things that took precedence. So I'm going to now have to plan to spread these four things I needed to do for my results and outcomes over the next three or four days. That's the thought process. That's you. Tr- if you need to take the space, if you cannot, um, 
take any time or space like you're in the let's say you're in the middle of a I don't know something and you're needed there and you need to continue allow yourself the gift of pause I think pausing is another that's one of the ways you honor yourself and what what do you need in that moment Um, do you need to talk to someone do you need to get your feelings out so that they're not bottled in and then they come out in the in the midst of doing the things you need to get done um the goal isn't always, though, and this is what I want to be clear because it seems like the question made it seems like the goal is to get back to where you were. The goal isn't to get back to who you were before that in- emotional interruption every time because some news changes us. It could be news of good or bad, right? Um, if you just found out you won a million dollar competition, you're probably like that changes a lot of things, right? Um, It could be news that you got a phone call and you're told that you've been diagnosed with something, right? That's an emotional interruption in your day. And that news in the moment changes a lot of things. So I think what first understanding where on the scale, right, that emotional impact is and the impact it has on you will help you determine whether the day gets your energy and time that you originally, how you originally planned it, or do you need to reallocate your energy. That's really another way of what I'm trying to say. Does more energy need to now be expended to responding to this thing or more energy expended to continuing my day as planned and then making space for getting back to to really processing this emotional interruption? At Best Today, we exist to help women just like you Be your best one today at a time. So each week on the podcast, we are going to highlight your stories and your voices. So let's see what's in the inbox today. Hello, everyone. All right, let me share about my favorite things about Best Today. So the most helpful lesson that I've learned from Best Today and Shantae, um, believe it or not, even though it sounds so simple, I never really thought about this until Shantae taught it, was about being proactive and intentional with my time and planning the night before. For some reason, that has never clicked before until Shantae talked about it. Um, And implementing this into my routine um, and using the Best Today Guide has really been a game changer for how I think about my day, about my routines, about my week, um, and with planning. And that has been the biggest lesson that I've learned. My favorite product from Best Today is Best Today Guide. I have never been one to use a planner before or anything consistently. And this is the first product I've ever used that has worked, that I've liked, um, and that I've recommended others to use. Um, It is such a great tool to use to plan out everything in my job, in my life. Um, And I totally notice a difference when I'm not consistently using it. My days do not seem um, as intentional and um, as enjoyable when I don't use it. Um, And now that I recognize this, I want to consistently use this going forward and 
keep using this product forever. Nicole, thank you so much for sharing why you love the Best Today Guide. I love so much that you have found what you are looking for. So often um, when I'm talking about our customer, I say a lot of the women that come to us, they have tried all of the things, all of the planners up and down the aisle, all the more um, expensive online versions of planners and the best today guide is the first one that actually clicks get used and doesn't just sit pretty on the corner. And so I'm so grateful that, and I hope that will encourage some of you who have may have thought, well, I've tried so many different type of planners and they didn't work for me. And that's what all the more reason to give the best today guide a try because it is not a quote unquote planner. It is much more than that. That's like calling, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, like calling your favorite dessert or your favorite like say you have this favorite really deluxe rich chocolate cake that you love and it's like oh that's just like you know a little chocolate thing <laughs> okay that didn't work that analogy I was thinking but basically understand the best day guide really does go beyond the limitations of your traditional planner in that it is so much more it helps you to connect to you it brings humanity and centers humanity your humanity in your planning every single day and so if you have not tried the best day guide i want to invite you to do one of two things go to bestdayguide.com order the best day guide look at the videos that we show inside or take our quiz at bestdayguide.com forward slash quiz you'll also see it on our home page um, and every page on our website at the top um, where you can take a quiz and we will tell you which product is best for you. So go on, click besttodayguide.com today and order your best today guide or determine maybe something else might be a better first product or next product for you. Thank you again, Nicole, for sharing your story. Let's get back to the remainder of this episode. And I will say this, if you must continue your day I want you to make a clear boundary and space for when you will, uh, when will you, when you'll be done and how you will allow yourself to finish feeling what it is you're feeling afterward. I want you to protect that space and priority. What I don't want to happen is for you to say this intimate, emotional interruption happen. I feel this way in response to it. I have to push through my day or I have to finish doing these things. You do those things and then you get home and then you just continue to avoid it. That's not, do not do that. Protect the space and create that space. Create a plan before you get back to your day of this is when I'm going to make space today in the same day to sit and finish handling, dealing with, um, responding to this emotional interruption. Does that make sense? You know, you get to choose what works for you. Um, like I mentioned, um, and, you know, you can think you know what you would do. If I heard someone say if you got a phone call that some your your brother died, you would just turn everything off. You, I would think that's what you would do, right? But like I said, I just thought back to me, I was leading a team meeting and my mom and my phones are always away when I do that. But my, you know, certain family members can come through even when my phone is on work mode. And I just noticed my mom had kept calling and calling and calling and calling. And I knew that was clearly not for something probably good. So I just told my team, I will give me one moment. Um, and I think this might have even been right before we started. I took my face off camera, muted it. And my mom told me about my brother. Finished talking to her, making she, sure she was okay. And I came back up on camera and I just finished the meeting. I didn't say a thing about the call, what had happened. I finished the meeting, which probably was 45 minutes to an hour because our team, minutes, team meetings are always around 45 minutes to an hour. 
and then called my niece, my sister-in-law, of course, um, and just like kind of then like really picked right back up in that moment. Honoring myself was realizing that I had already started this meeting. I wanted to finish this meeting because I wanted for everyone else to be able to go off and do the things they needed to do. I also could have very well come back and said, I need to end this meeting and then chose to call it that or whatever. Right. So there notice that there was no right or wrong in that. It was just what I felt I needed. And for me, it was to finish this. And then after the meeting, I gave myself the space to come back to it um, and check in on my family and then figure out how I felt and things like that. Right. Um, On the same vein, like I said, I recently received some really good news about something that I applied for and I was so happy. But the rest of the day, I was so jittery. And so I just took the rest of the day off. I had the capacity and the space to do that because I just felt so jittery. I felt like I couldn't focus and it was my body's just response to that. So honoring yourself, looking at what your day actually requires and then doing that delicate dance of um, what portion of the rest of the day will stay as it was? How does it need to shift, if anything? Um, and then if I'm going to continue in the day, where am I designating the time and space for me to come back to then really deal with whatever this emotional interruption might have been? Now, let's say something, it's something like, because, you know, I'm hearing, she didn't give examples of emotional interruptions, but let's say you're just at work and you physically, you know, work in a space and someone comes in and you have like a, an unpleasant interaction with the coworker and it just, you have an emotional response to that, right? You don't like the way it felt and you, it's not one where you want to go and address it um, at the moment, but you're sitting there and that might be the kind of distraction. Um, the, the steps are the same. Those instances where it's just kind of like it just feels a little weird. The steps are the same, but I guess what I wanted to say was really understand how much energy you want to give to these emotional interruptions. Because some of them are things that if you give too much energy to it, you're making it something bigger than it is. Understand which things are. This is just something that happened and it's uncomfortable. And either I'm going to address it or it is I'm going to address it. And once that's been addressed, maybe let's say you addressed it and then that's what made you uncomfortable. But there was a resolution. Keep pouring energy into that sometimes makes something bigger than it is. It's basically the point I was trying to make. Can you tell them off my notes? But that came to my mind because I thought about, you know, be mindful of what's an emotional interruption and then what you what you are actually taking something and making causing it to be bigger than it is from your response and the energy that you're giving to it. Does that make sense? Let me know. Either text 404-737-1002. I always love chatting with y'all about the podcast when y'all text us over at Best Today or let's talk about it in the community. But number three, so we've got number one, honor yourself and your response. Number two, look at what the remainder of your day requires. And then you do that uh, decision on, you know, where do you need to make any alterations, if at all, in your day. Um, And number three, which you can start working on right now is to proactively have truths and healthy responses at the ready. You can work on this right now. And we talked about this in episode 57, um, which I'll link in the show notes. The show notes this week's episode is at 58, uh, um, forward slash 59. But it's really important to have those healthy responses ready before you need it. Um, that could look like knowing what you need to calm yourself and to ground you. Like, what are the things that calm you? 
What are the things that ground you? What centers you when you're thrown off? Um, Know what those things are now so you have them ready as an anchor. What are those truths you need to affirm to yourself? You know, is it I am okay? I am well. I am safe. I am healthy. Things will work out. Um, Have those healthy internal dialogue questions in your mind. What do I need in this moment? How do I feel? What is true? Having that and space and really that those things have really helped me more so with the like up moments than the down because sometimes it's a surprise that, you know, really exciting news can have such a effect and impact on your mind and body, but really just kind of grounding yourself and saying like, this is a good thing. This is exciting and allowing yourself to receive good things. Um, And then on the other spectrum, when you have these things that you don't want to feel that are uncomfortable, um, these emotional interruptions, really, what are those things that you know work for you to center you? You know, what is true? That's another really great question. So maybe your emotional um, interruption is something that's causing you to think about what isn't true. So grounding yourself with that simple question of what is true, you know, is it true that insert the thing that feels like it's not true or or isn't true and reminding yourself of what is true, but proactively having truths and healthy responses at the ready really will help you when you have these interruptions because you've already proactively planned for when they happen. And you also, again, this level of self-awareness, you you know what it is you need, whether I need to call this person, this is my person who I know I can call and talk through and have a safe space and, you know, share whatever's going on, but know what that is beforehand. Those are three things that I think at the very like very first three things I can think of to really help you when you're trying to overcome emotional interruptions in your day. And if your goal is getting back to your day as planned, how you do that or giving yourself the space and the freedom to tweak your day now based on what has happened. And again, a lot of that in large part will really determine on where that emotional interruption falls on that scale from zero to 10. You, we know the things that feel like a 10 and the things that might feel more like a one. If you have follow-up question to this episode, just like Becca um, sent us that voicemail, all you have to do is go to besttodayguide.com forward slash voice or besttodayguide.com forward slash 59. We also always put it at the bottom of our show notes where you can leave us a message with your questions, with your feedback from an episode. We would love to hear it and we'd love to share it here on the podcast. If you have a question, leave it with us right now by going to besttodayguide.com forward slash 59. That's today's show notes. Scroll to the bottom. We always have a place. You just press a button and record your question or response. We'd love to share it. I'd be happy to hear your question and bring it here for discussion and conversation on the Best Today podcast. So thank you again, Becca, for that great question. I know it is going to be helpful to so many people. And again, if you're not in the Best Today community, join us over there. It is our own place on our own little space in the interwebs, free of social media, free of trolls. It is a safe space that lives on the internet and also available on Apple and Android um, phones as an app. You can go to besttodaycommunity.com to join us. We have weekly calls. We have live workshops that are exclusive to the community and a curriculum that I have hand created that teaches you how to get clear on who you are and what you want. So what are you waiting for? Join us at besttodaycommunity.com. Thank you so much for being present with me for this week's episode of the Best Today podcast. Until next time, remember that you are capable and worthy of being your best one today at a time. So go on. Oh, I forgot to say, and hold on. Don't let me forget to say that. And you have everything you need to have everything you want. So go on and shout it out as you live it out. 
This is what my best today looks like. I'll talk to you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Best Today podcast, you are going to love the Best Today guide. Our Better Than a Planner guide teaches you how to get clear on what you want, identify your self-destructive habits and behaviors, and intentionally create space to prioritize yourself every single day. Don't go the journey to being your best one today at a time without the Best Today guide. See inside its pages and order yours today at besttodayguide.com. Even better, when you order the Best Today Guide, we gift you with your first month free inside of the Best Today membership. So what are you waiting for? We're giving you everything you need to trade busy for intention. Go to besttodayguide.com and order yours today and join thousands of women across the globe proclaiming each day, this is what my best today looks like.